worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well, we've devised a test to put to rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show, then you're probably a nerd Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for a new episode of the It's Canon Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things geek, the podcast where we talk about all things TV shows, movies, video games. Basically, if it exists in this world, we will talk about it because it's all in canon. We're your hosts. I'm Boris. And this week, we've got a full house. I'm joined by Phil. Hello, everybody. We are back. We are back. We have one more person. Exactly, we do have one more person in the spotlight. Back is Tyler. Hey, Tyler. No, that can't be true. No, not here. Uh, Obviously by, a mistake. By popular demand. Or in demand at all. Eh, we're someone's demand. Someone's, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But Tyler, <laughs> how's it going? It has been a weird one. Uh, for those who might have not seen, my province was on fire, and then it flooded, and now it's okay. <laughs> kind of, maybe. You know, I laugh at this stuff just because we basically it, turned. It's ludicrous where the like where we're at in the world. Like last week, Ontario downtown and surrounding areas, shit show, absolute shit show. New York looked like it was freaking Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It was absolutely unreal. <laughs> So we we just <laughs> we like mean, our fireworks. We've been yeah, living man. in the apocalypse. <laughs> it was actually very funny because uh, I'm at the top of a hill, and then there's a valley, and then there's another hill, and it was literally bottom of the valley smoke, far side of the valley smoke. My house, blue skies. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's well, it was so funny, though, too, because it was so overblown by the media. It was like the only story we had here in Toronto, like the GTA. So like air quality index is terrible. You can smell the smoke. Everyone will die. Everyone must stay here's inside. My, here's my issue. It with smelled this. for like half a day. It was OK, <laughs> but the air quality was bad. Like even I felt it in my baby. Lungs. Yeah. But here's the problem that I had with how the media was covering it. It's bad because of fires. But let's not look into why all of this is going on. Let's not look into yeah. why it's actually bad. Let's not offer up any solutions. But, you know, let's get Smokey the Bear out there again. You know, only you can prevent forest fires. Let's not look into the warmest winter in history, the driest spring in history, yep. the fact that agriculture is being informed they're going to be able to grow figs oranges and olives here because we don't really have winter anymore none of that can have anything to do with no nah, none of that none of no. that nah that's beside the point tyler we got fruits we tropical fruits i mean we i just... am growing a fig <laughs> <laughs> we, we just don't know how to brush the underbrush of the forest gosh 
start. I mean, it was crazy <laughs> big too. I just that's what she said. Yeah. It's right, crazy I stuff. I hope everybody out there is safe. Yes. That's the one um, thing because it's not just happening in the East Coast or in Central Canada, out west, it's been going on for ages. So let's hope everybody is safe and thank those that are fighting the fires on our behalf. Because I think 100%. that's a very difficult job and very thankless. I know that yep. they're talking about worldwide teams coming in to assist. This oh, week. yeah. There's there's your news update. That's, you can skip the global news tonight because I just gave it to you. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Uh, well, well, more importantly, global news. Toronto's mayoral elections happen in two weeks, so because you know we're the center of the universe, <sighs> right? So, yeah, I know, right? So, wait, are you gonna are you gonna elect the corrupt one or the corrupt one? Uh, uh the corrupt one. I'm oh, going for the corrupt one this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the openly corrupt one, as opposed to the less openly corrupt one versus the not openly corrupt at all one versus the proudly corrupt one <laughs> exactly <laughs> all it, right it was so bad last night i like literally my dad was watching the news i heard about some other disgraced politician don't know the details and i just looked down and i said is there anybody in politics that isn't corrupt I just nope okay that's it like <laughs> like Every person gets a scandal, but anyhow, I mean, we're here for geek therapy. I know, yeah, but this is Tyler, this is geek therapy to a certain extent. That's just shooting the shit as <laughs> friends true. to start the show, uh, especially because it's been so long since we all chatted, right? Like it's it's been so while. long. As but, as our chat is telling us, the weirdo trio are back. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what a day what a week we have so much video game news to talk about this week i think a lot of the episode is going to be focusing on the video game news uh xbox had their showcase tons of stuff that we haven't really touched on playstation had theirs recently that summer um, fest thing that just came out of nowhere that i couldn't figure out the branding for all yeah. over my dashboard <laughs> yeah, yeah tons going on so tyler what is going on in the world of tyler it's so much. It, it's been a bananas couple of weeks. Um, uh, um, one of my biggest clients has been like, uh, it's a t tabletop game company, ha got in a fight with Graham Linehan mm. and is now banned from at least one of the biggest tabletop conventions in the UK. So a bunch of my a, bu a pile of my royalties have disappeared. Um, I got uh, voluntold slash appointed to be the community liaison for Annapolis Valley Pride, which is why I missed last week, because I've been having a lot of meetings with people who are very serious and important. And I'm just like, hey, can you give me some money? Hey, can you help out with security? And between all that, I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom because that's a fantastic game. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Even though it's not a sequel. <laughs> Phil, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the game. I, 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 I had to confess last week with poor Alex in the chat. Oh, no. That I, I bought the game. I mm -hmm. got hyped up about the game. And I realized after playing the intro to the game that uh, and playing it for a little bit, I have to retry it. But this game is not for me it's 
too open. It's too, I, I, I it's just not my game. Is it, it, I, I feel I like it's it. just like he doesn't even know where to start with the game or what to do with the game. I, I feel like it's an accomplishment. I'm not dogging on the game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just not a game for me. Like, I'm just finding out that I'm like, you know what? I need a little more story. I need a little more constructed of a world, but I do like the open aspect of it, but it's a little too open. It's a little bit too pick your direction and you can go and you don't have to do this, but you know, Alex tried explaining it to me. Boris tried explaining it to me. I get it in concept. It's just not fun for me to do. I get more anxiety about it than I do enjoyment. So I'm just plugging away at Jedi survivor and enjoying the little guardrail that tells me that the main quest is over here you can do this if you want i didn't decide to learn how to fish because i'm not interested in fishing in star wars i'm interested in killing stormtroopers in star wars so you know it, it's just it's just knowing what you like right and and playing to your audience and this game right now is a misfit for me it's not forever i'm glad i bought it I'm glad I bought a physical copy of it because at least I can move it along a lot easier than, you know, you can't move along a digital copy of it and, you know, for someone else to enjoy if it ends up not being the game. But I remembered that for the one before it, I had the same problems. I, you know, every time I'd go online, there's somebody going, Oh no, you need this sword. And to get that sword, you have to go here and then you have to do this. And then you have to talk to this guy and then you need to go over there. And I'm just like, I'm so overwhelmed right now because I'm not like, aside from playing the original Zelda or watching my friend play it on his NES, I haven't put my time into Zelda at all. So it's a very overwhelming franchise from a newbie's perspective. That's all. That's my take on it for me. It doesn't have to be everybody's take. No. Are you enjoying it? Tyler? I am. And Good. I would say, I think I enjoy it the reasons you don't of it is like the ultimate ADHD game because, and, and, and I have to give it to their designers of if you're just willing to just vibe with it and accepting that, like, I mean, you, yeah, there's like, there's a plot there, but it is the bare bonesiest plot with good world building, which is a weird combo. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's not really a sequel to the previous one. Like, not really. Like, it is, but not really. A bunch of stuff's just gone. And um, yeah, it's nice to be able to pick it up and you'll get something done in 10 minutes. Kind of, oh. no matter what. But yeah, if you want to sit down and play like an hour or two, I found it's it's insufferable for that. I, I I'm I find that the way I'm playing Jedi Survivor and that's sitting mm -hmm. really well with me is I go until like a minimum play would yeah. probably be about 10 to 15 minutes until you hit the next meditation spot. Mm. And then a longer grind might be I hit three or four meditation spots. You know what I mean? But then I finish all the puzzles. I do all the stuff and I'm just tired. And then maybe I have to go on to YouTube to figure out something that I've been staring at for the past 20 minutes and just like falling to my death or whatever. And yeah, it, I, I'm enjoying that game a lot more than like just as much as Fallen Order, I guess, yeah. which is fine. You know, I, I, it's yeah. I want to hear more about what you're doing. So you're playing 
the new Zelda. What else? Oh, what else? I also I I had a breakthrough, and I've just decided I'm allowed to put, especially I'm allowed to put like weird indie games and like simulation games on easy mode. I've just decided I'm allowed to do that now. I didn't for years, <laughs> but I'm just I'm too old. I'm too old. This is I just yes, buddy. <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair. Like I still play EU four. Like I still play other games, but sometimes I get a game and I always start on normal. And I figure it out, but at some point I'm just like, oh, okay. I understand. I don't care enough to keep putting that much effort in. Yeah. There we go. I was literally showing my friend Lydia yesterday. She dropped by and she wanted to see the game. Like she she was like, Oh, you have Diablo two on PS5. And I'm like, Yeah, oh, I got yeah. thrown in on something. So she's like, I haven't, that was the last video game I played. But I'm like, okay. And she goes, what does it look like now? And I go through and I create the game really quick. And she's like commenting on the fact that I chose the easiest mode. Oh. And I'm like, I'm old now. When I play a game, I play it to play it. I don't want to sit here and have to figure out the timing of a parry and you know what I mean? Like, not that you do that in Diablo, but particular Jedi Survivor. I play it on story mode. I don't care. I just want to go and slash crap up. And I don't want to have a Dark Souls experience in Star Wars. Like, it's yeah. that simple. It's so funny that you say that, Phil, because we were talking about this last week, right? The whole, <clears throat> we just want to enjoy the video game for the video game. Sometimes video games can be a little too overcomplicated, a little too difficult. You just want to play the game, have fun, <clears throat> because video games are supposed to be fun. Remember that. And yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, 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 I've debated it. I've debated it. Just, just going into story mode for some games, but I just can't put myself there. But I'm like a step away from doing it. And I was having this conversation with friends over the weekend, and it's, it's happening more and more and more where people don't want to like put hours into a game for absolutely no reason. They want to play the game to enjoy it. They have limited time now hey. because of families and of real life and other stuff. So they just want to play the game and the fastest, best way to do that and that one or two hours they have before bed is mm -hmm. to put it on story mode or the easiest mode or whatever that is. Yeah, you paid a lot of money for that game. Yeah. You want to experience it. You don't want it to sit there for three weeks while you figure out how to parry that attack from that monster no fun so i have to ask at what point is this show going to be rebranded the geriatric geek podcast i mean i thought that was eight years ago <laughs> <laughs> i i mean you know jump in for a second i will say and it's just me being weird about like liking to see what the intention was uh, you know i always start the game on whatever the recommended is whether it's normal or i think i'm on the second hardest for survivor i think and i'm enjoying it um yeah. but i will say i also hate when like the easy mode is not properly balanced because there's some games oh. easy mode is just like yeah okay. survivor is easy press x <laughs> yeah no and yeah that that is a little bit of a yeah. irritant um but i just know with certain titles i'm gonna do oh, it like sure. even even with last of us and whatnot i always games like that especially it was funny because showing lydia the intro for last of us mm -hmm. the first game on the ps5 version she was like pretty impressed with it and finally understood why we were talking about it so much on the show especially with the with the with the season from hbo and 
but she's like, you don't like horror, Phil. So why the hell would you play this game? And I'm like, because this is like the pinnacle of game storytelling. Everybody knew it. And even if you didn't like the genre, you're probably going to give it a shot when you see it on sale or something and try it out. And then once you, the characters like a well-written game, it crosses genre as far yeah. as I'm concerned, because then you're just compelled by the characters or the writing or the story, whatever the element is that's attracted you has just got its hold on you. And that's mm. a great place to be as a game designer when, yeah, okay, I make horror games, but you know, really they're games about people. That's exactly and it, right? That ends up being the selling point. Last of Us just so happens to take place in a world with a virus. What? Yeah. A virus? And then it's actually about how much people, instead of get, like at all organizing uh, to deal with the virus as a collective, the government just militarizes and cracks down on freedoms. And then yeah. a bunch of people form increasingly extreme splinter groups of society. <laughs> They block uh, the borders. Uh, <laughs> they storm the capitals. Uh, we just uh, we were just a few clicks from that one here in real life. Um, so you've been playing a lot of video games. What have you been watching, Tyler? Um. Oh my gosh. What did we do? We finished Schmigadoon season two. Okay. Did I, did I watch that? Did you watch Schmigadoon season one? I watched most of Schmigadoon season one. I haven't finished it uh season two is like it's more of the same it's just yeah. more it gets more of the same it's it's not better it's not it's the same it's they go back and now it is the next era of musicals they're doing chicago and jesus christ superstar and like others of that era and you're like oh it's we're doing the 70s musicals now and that's just what you do you just do 70s musicals the same cast Sweet Todd's in there. We just did it. Yeah. I want to watch yeah. that show. It looks good. I just haven't had the time. It's fine. It's charming. It's got yeah. its moments. It's, it's stupid uh, at other times, too. It's incredibly painful, some episodes. But, yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, it's on the tin what you're getting, right? If you watch musicals, yeah. you know, sometimes they're painful. And I say that liking musicals. Yeah. Uh, I binged all of Always Sunny. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Now, when you say all, do you mean like from the beginning? Yeah, all wow. of it. Wow. Yeah. That's a yeah. feat. Wolf. Yeah. But that's I think a, since last time I was on. That's <laughs> I think about it, I'm like, an amazing show, though. Like, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're in with Rob McElhenney now. <laughs> well, I would. I mean. I find it very funny how much he like complained. Like the reason he got fat was because he was like, they shouldn't all get like everyone's looking better and better teeth and better plastic surgery. And now season 16 dropped what, like yesterday. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's you. You have all the plastic surgery and stuff now. Yeah. Like yeah. Rob, Rob Glenn and um, Katie plays D. I can't remember who plays D. All it's like you've all had work done now. Like very obviously you've all had work done. <laughs> it's just Charlie Day who looks like oh Charlie Day like put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. Danny DeVito hasn't changed since twins. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, did you finish Ted Lasso? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a cracker on that episode. I can tell now. It was. I mean, I just think season three was like it was just a lot worse. Like it wasn't bad, but it went it went from being one of the best things ever made to like, oh, that's it. All right. Again, I will say this, and you know, especially after the reception <laughs> of the finale and as the season went on, it felt like it went from a show that anyone can watch to you will appreciate the show for what it's worth if you really follow football and know some football stories because there was a lot of urban legends of football in that last season and i I here's the thing though here's the thing though um that to that point if it was better written or better done i don't know what it what the term would be anyone would appreciate it right not just people who follow football yeah yeah look i'm i mean and i would argue that for seasons one and two it seemed more like that was like that was the icing that was like those are your easter eggs those are your like when we see the best marvel movies that's the like oh that's such and such right like that's the little extras versus season three it was just like oh we're doing messy or whatever yeah and it's like okay Right, like it was, it was less organic. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It, so there were some things that felt forced. We're gonna still record an episode going over the entire series very soon. It's gonna be one of those episodes we have in the can uh, when we fall into one of those Mondays where it's like, do we really want to do this? Do we, do we really want to do this this week? <laughs> um, but uh, we'll, we'll be doing that at some point soon. Phil, I know you watched a shit ton last week, including Spider Man. Oh yeah, I watched um the new Spider-Verse thing. That was interesting. My goodness. Now, n- don't get your hopes up. I didn't go to the dank and moist. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I found this online. Uh-oh. And yes, it was not the most reputable of sources. It was not it actually was pretty good visual quality. At the 36 minutes, somebody decided that they needed to start eating something, which annoyed me. <laughs> But the audio overall was pretty good. I enjoyed that movie very, very much. And maybe with the premiere of The Flash or something, I might sneak out to the theater if I feel comfortable. But I'm still setting my hopes on the sequel of Dune to be the return to the theater. So to speak. But yeah, I watched that. I watched uh, Brad May in Italy on Amazon Prime. I binged that this week. Um, or James May in Italy. Sorry, yeah, James May. Uh, the guy from uh from uh, uh, uh Grand Tour and uh, Top Gear. Oh yeah, yeah, I like him. I think he's a a good chap. So I, I've been yeah, I've been watching a lot of different stuff that way. But Spider Verse was really good. I enjoyed that very much. It was one of the few sequels that was as good, if not better, than the first movie, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and I can't wait for the third one. Like honestly. It it I was overwhelmed with how many cameos and everything that was in it. Like they jammed a lot into that movie. A yeah. lot. Yeah. If you're a Spider Man fan. Have you had a chance to watch it, uh, Tyler? Um, we had stuff we had to cancel our tickets for last Thursday, actually, for opening night, and we're now seeing it this Friday. Nice. Ah. You have lots to look forward to. I've yeah. heard and I've been doing the old bob and weave to avoid. So. Yep. 
Yeah, that's why I, I, I no. knew Phil wouldn't spill anything, so that's why oh, I kind yeah. of asked no. him. Well, I was through the panic of like I any know. noise, I'm like ah. I know. No, no, no. Uh, I want to watch Transformers. I really do. I've heard very good things about that. <laughs> I really do want to watch Transformers. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's a dumb, like it's a dumb summer blockbuster. That's that, that's what it is. Thing. That's fine. That's exactly that's exactly what that's I expect fine. it to be. I expect it to it's be a good Blu-ray when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but I am going to be watching The Flash this week, uh, seeing how uh, whatever. The, I don't even know why. Fuck <sighs> the DC universe. Just just everything about DC. Just well, from the, their comics the the- to everything. Like there are times that DC, whether it be the comic books, TV, like even their. I love how I'm just jumping back and forth because this bothers me so much. Even their animated movies suck now. I can't watch their animated. Movies. Remember how good. <laughs> Their animated movies used to be Tyler. Yeah. They're, I mean, and they still okay. I someone pointed something out to me for the DC animated movies that has ruined all of them. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Well, it's um, it's it's the backgrounds aren't there. So, like, if you if you watch the Killing Joke, which remember we talked about in the podcast, yeah, before, yeah, but, like when you watch the Killing Joke, the comic, like the movie, leave aside the other criticisms. Like in the comic, every desk has stuff on it and things, and in the oh. movie, it just doesn't. So like all of a sudden, it's just like everything's happening in yeah. a void, and as soon as you notice that, and you start, it's just it's infuriating because you're you just can't like unsee it. Yeah, yeah. I I tried to watch the um the the Mignol, the the Doom comes to Batman. Yeah, and that just keeps happening. It was just like this is an empty room. Every room is an empty room. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because I, I watch a lot of Adult Swim. And on weekends, they put a lot of the DC animated yeah. movies on. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting weirded out by them. Well, I mean, And I think that that's part of it because it's yeah. the animation style. And it's the stories what? are hit and miss. Like some yeah. movies are really good. And then other movies are just trash. I would say like, everything before 20... 17 17 or 17 is good honestly killing joke was the beginning of the end yeah that was pretty bad and everything after that, that it's I, I i i'm i'm like very very selective in what i watch they just haven't been good uh the 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 superman one was really good i forget what that one was called there was a super one superman one that came out a few years ago that was a lot of fun but a lot of all the batman ones yeah haven't been able to watch them (laughs) they've been so bad just so bad so bad dc come on you're killing me wb discovery come on you're killing me and then reading online and then cancel them (laughs) just take them offline don't eat I know we were talking about that last week about the whole tax write-off and and how that's ultimately screwing the writers uh, and you know the oh, yeah. whole name change from HBO Max to Max and how a huge reason for that is because the contracts are HBO contracts, which is yeah. I mean this is a separate thing that like a lawyer friend of mine he kind of pointed out that if we let stuff like this keep happening it's going to result in some like like it results in some insane things as a result. For example, of like, oh, we just don't owe you royalties because because we created a shell corporation and sold that with all yeah. rights. And it's like, cool. This is ludicrous. 
But yeah. I always thought because like even like my contracts for stuff yes. is this entity yep. and any entity based off of this entity. Yeah. Is that just like missing? Is that language missing from these contracts oh. or, or negotiations or what? Well, I mean, partly is yeah. Um, partly is Disney and a couple other big company corporations have asserted that they don't have to buy the obligations with mm. anything. Um, which I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to simplify. Which is a le- it is a legal theory. It is a one that, if you allow it to continue, has bananas rights. And this is the same. This is the same issue that resulted in a lot of people not getting royalties for MCU or DC movies for ages, right? Of Ugh. well, we didn't buy the obligations when we bought the assets, and that's weird. Um, part of it is you're right. Canada has oh. a little bit stronger rights on that, and part of that is how we deal with moral rights. And part of it is this is how Alan Dean Foster got screwed out of Star Wars money. Not similar, but not quite. Yeah, but in principle, like uh, of buying the property and not the obligations. Yeah, that that really yeah. stood out. Yeah, oof. You yeah, know? and it's yeah. And and here's the thing that scares me. Right, we're seeing this heavily talk well not even heavily talked about like in certain circles they're talking about this in with the writer writer strike right and what we're for anyone who may have gotten lost because i know we kind of just jumped from topic to topic specifically you know when a few weeks ago when we were talking about this new writer strike one of the key things was about royalties and streaming royalties and there's been a lot of chatter that the reason why wb discovery changed their streaming platform from hbo max to just max was because they wouldn't have to pay writers residuals and royalties etc 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 with that name change so we're just talking about like the entity that is and what is like what does that legally mean Mm -hmm. and it might be a little more like i don't know the specifics on this it might be a little bit more complicated in that like there are cl- they, there are clause like their contract might include a clause that's something on the lines of like we'll pay you X rate for anything on HBO with the idea being like HBO is their paid service right of HBO is the mm-hmm. paid cable channels or and if we put it on other platforms we'll pay at this other rate and then they might be claiming this is a new platform right because right and. and Roughly that contract is not uncommon in television, right? Of, of, you know, you'll get X royalties on initial airing. And then when it goes into, oh my God, what is it called? Syndication. Syndication, thank you. When it goes into syndication, you get this lower rate. And they might be arguing that this is akin to, it's in syndication now. Which I I still think it's scummy. It's just... Well, to me, it's like this, right? I have a little bit of a problem with it in in that separation because I go, Mm -hmm. all right, in the past, maybe corporations were guilty of like, like these entertainment corporations were guilty of, okay, CBS has a show. It's on their main network. Then they decide, you know what? We're going to put this show now. We're going to move it to a different night and we're going to put it up against a different, you know, uh, other corporation, other, other entertainment corp uh, show but we're also going to move it to cbs too so therefore now we're on to a different rate we're doing this we're creating that entity we're renegotiating this contract or 
you know, re reclassifying this, but it's like scummy as crap to sit there and take yes. the subscriber base that's on HBO Max and then rename it to Max and say, oh, hey, it's different now. No, it's oh. not. It's the same people paying for the same service going to the same place for something that just had the name changed. They're I not don't even understand. Turning the channel. In this like, case, when we're talking about legal entities, sorry, Tyler, and it's this, yep. as a subscriber, if my subscription just naturally goes into Max, then it's the same thing. I can answer this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're right. It is the same thing. And the court might even agree with you. What the difference is, is they have made just enough of a legal difference that they can get past what's called your first hearing. So basically, anytime someone wants to sue someone, they get to do like their first instance. And the other person just be like, dismiss this. It's not a case. Right. If I came, if I went to the court and I'm like, I'm suing Phil and they go, why are you suing Phil? And I'm going to go, because ice cream is too cold. I'm allowed to file that because, you know, yeah, they can't make country. a decision in advance. But then the judge goes, get out of here. This isn't a case. This is like, it's dismissed. And, you know, that's a lot easier to do. That's a lot cheaper. And what they've done here, my argument would be, is that they've changed it just enough that a judge could not do it in summary judgment. Mm. Right? Because you're right. If it was oh, this is H we're just paying you less. We just decided to pay you less. It's still HBO, we just paid you less. Yeah, you can go to a judge and be like, this is absurd. He's just breaking the contract. And the judge is more able to go, yeah, he's just breaking the contract. He's just going to pay mm -hmm. you now. And But as soon as you have like a little enough of a difference, a judge is going to feel like they can't or shouldn't make that determination without at least hearing the arguments and this is like this is long been a legal strategy um of even if you know yeah. you're gonna lose you just like yeah but you have to fight me on it and all of a sudden the writers have to the writers or whoever has to sue and yeah. has to be able to afford to go through the lawsuit and everybody has to pay exactly and, and the, the difference is... being the a lot of these lawsuits take so much time that it's yep. just not worth mm -hmm. it for you, yep. Phil, and Tyler, and Boris to actually go through with this without the backing of someone, and no one's going to back that lawsuit. Well, and, I mean, that gets a separate other thing of well, should yeah. people be allowed to back other lawsuits? Because yeah. it's not easy to, like, you're not, you're not super allowed to do that in a lot of places on yeah. Earth. I, I think the, the best way to bring this down to like you know if you're if anyone's having trouble understanding it would be i have a, a personal friend who's a police officer and their outlook on certain things is i know that they probably didn't do this but because of their attitude i'm gonna write them the ticket because now it inconveniences them <laughs> right it's like they're like guilty it. of the base thing but I'm going to say that they they flip their high beams on warning other traffic, which is against the law. The judge is going to kick it out, but I'm going to write them the ticket just to annoy them. So they have to appear to a judge and take time out of their day or even hire counsel or whatever the situation is. It's not necessarily it's all in, you know, karma and things like that in like this very limited use case. But I've heard it said by police officers before. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like the court system where everybody just goes and goes, we all know it's going to cost time and money, but here was, here's the dance. Let's did dance. Phil, did Phil just admit to abuse of power? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Not, me. Uh, cool. Not me. Not um, me. <laughs> Someone else other than me. I'm no police officer. <laughs> wasting my tax dollars. Yeah. Uh, love it. Wasting my tax dollars with nonsense cases. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what I love when the three of us are right. All right, let's from one greedy ass motherfucking company to another greedy ass. Oh, we're gonna be cut off from this company soon. Um let us talk. This is live, guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry oh, for everybody who's not who's not a video game geek. But yeah, that was Bobby oh. Kodak, uh, the CEO of of Activision Blizzard, yep. who's All just right. he's like he's almost a cartoon villain. Just read any coverage. Yeah. He he has turned full evil. Yeah. <laughs> Apple Vision oh. Pro. Let's talk about this for a second. We've talked. Oh my goodness. At lengths about VR and. The fad that is VR. Let's at a glance, at a glance, 4K micro OLED displays with 23 million pixels combined. Eye and gesture tracking for navigation and control. More than a dozen cameras, 3D photo and video capture, built-in spatial audio, optic ID iris scanning. Thanks for the biometrics. Vision OS OS operating system. Vision OS. I love that. Vision operating system. Operating system, external battery with well, two probably Fusion OS is trademarked. It is. That's the that's the yeah. brand name, right? So, yeah. but still, all for a low low price of three thousand four hundred ninety nine American. And it's what's that going to be Canadian? 24. Like forty five hundred? <laughs> for I bet forty two ninety nine. What yeah. looks good? I bet you. Yeah, at least forty two. Hey. 13-year-old me is jumping through the hoops going, every penny is going to be put towards getting this thing on in my face. Old man Phil is scared shitless. Yeah, I was going to say, so I was reading, was that, movie? I was reading news coverage earlier today about how 23andMe has been selling DNA information to insurance companies and cops. Yes. Yep. How Apple's been using uh, Apple, Amazon's been using iRobot to map your apartment and see what you own. It'd be crazy what I can do with this. Yeah, this is this is even without the idea that Apple is somehow monetizing or mining this information that it's collecting. Well, they are. They are. Let, the, let's, they are the responsible one. Yeah, let's just give them benefit of the doubt on that argument, even though I don't think it has any weight. But whatever. I'm just saying, from a societal perspective, shit's bad. Like this is never go outside again. Bad. <laughs> like this is this is the movie Up. Bad. Well, you know what I mean. The, like with the wildfires and the air quality being so shit, now you can't not, go outside uh, uh, with the headset. Wall E. Yeah, Wally. That's the one. Yeah, Wally. Oh, it's just it, it's just Ready Player One, man, in a box, just here, downfall well, society. Here's your oasis. It's except that people could afford that. Shit. Yeah, it's even got creepy ass shit where it like lightens up so you can see the person's eyes when you're in their field of view in real life. Like, holy cow! The the only thing, the only reason why I was like jumping up and down, going. 
oh, this is kind of cool. It's because it, it was like a square nut shot to Zuckerberg and Facebook <laughs> in the metaverse. <laughs> it was like I mean, Apple just coming to this thing and going, okay, children, are you done with your billions now? Here come the big boys. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, I thought Apple was just looking for a tax write down. <laughs> Need a way to like get some more transistors. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What's interesting is that in no detail spec do they have the weight of this device. That oh, goes to show you something. Ah, it's, yeah. I mean, I it's like looking it's at the Tesla finished. Semi, and they don't have the weight of that. Yeah. Or they don't have the, uh, what is it? They don't have the, the Cyber haulage truck. capacity. No, I'm yeah, talking about the Semi they were pitching for a while, and it was like, wait, this will haul 10% of what a Semi can haul. Are we talking about the Tesla Semi? Yeah. The one that was like apparently just marred with issues left, right, and center and design flaws yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm i saying they did the same thing, though. Yeah. Like, look at all these numbers, and it's like, what's its haulage capacity? And they're like, don't worry about it. Like, that is an important piece of information. Yeah. If I'm running a logistics company like Pepsi or whatever, because let's just face it, Pepsi ain't, you know what I mean? You're, they're shipping the product more than they're creating it, and that yeah. shit's heavy. <laughs> i mean honestly i think it's i think it's i think it's garbage i think it's google glass i think it's remember like, the it has a strong possibility wearable? was it tiktok or snap no the snapchat snapchat wearable goggles stuff glasses yeah google had them snapchat okay, had them but this literally segues into my question and tyler uh, this is a question for you it's apple apple has been able to take technology that so many other companies have made. Other companies haven't been able to make popular. And it, Apple being Apple have been able to get the consumers behind some of their products. We look at MP3 players. They were able to mon like just monopolize that section. Tablets, they were able to monopolize the tablet space. Let's not even go into phones because uh, that's a personal kick in the ass for me. Um, so, you know, with wearable technology... Is Apple going to be the company to make this viable, to make this, you know, the consumer friendly? Is this going to take off? This? No. Yes. Could Apple do it generally? Maybe. But this? No. This is trash. This is I Google will... Glasses all over again. We said the same thing about Google back in the, like, not we, but, like, people said the same thing about Google back in the day, like, Google Glass is going to be the future. You'll see. And it's all of like, no, it's not. We all got rid of them. Apple's also made plenty of missteps. The Newton. <laughs> yeah. The, the like, the, the iPad shuffle with one button. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They've had their missteps. Like, But I think you're right about the idea that this will probably get more resistance and pushback in some early adopters. But the, the fact is, is that most corporate IT environments don't even really support much Apple anyway. So I don't even see the business case scenario for this being really strong other than certain niche developer type stuff, right? Not like animation, stuff like bio. that. There are avenues and whatnot. The, the, I, the, I know there are some places that do it, but I'm just saying by and large, corporate America mostly uses, um, you know, different stuff that doesn't play well with apple i was gonna say but that's exactly i know they're it, right improving. by and large a lot of corporate right. it still doesn't say yes to apple and to me that's like one of the funniest we're working things. on it 
They're yeah, working on it. There it's are been things a that decade. It's been since 2007 been a while, that they've yeah. been able to do, like they've been selling to consumers and they can't get that corporate IT. Yes. What's taking so long? I know what's taking so long. You know what's taking so long. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Right? No, 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 because that goes into what we don't talk about on this show. So we'll exactly. see. I'm, I'm interested to see with Apple because it's Apple. Yes, you guys are right. You know, I speak the urban legend, the myth that is Apple, the grandeur company that can do no wrong. Um, but the reality is, is they do have a lot of missteps that a lot of people do forget about. But I do think just I personally think it's trash. But I just had this weird feeling that out of all the wearable technology that you see out there, Apple being Apple somehow, you know, they're going to release this version that's super expensive. And then in a year and a half, you're going to get the mini that's actual affordable okay i have a question for you for both you guys do you think that the apple watch is successful i mean i think it's not as successful as they wanted yeah okay. right because there are different measures for success right yeah we can look at plenty of video games that were you like we would consider successful they made their production cost they made their production and marketing cost but they didn't make as much as they were supposed to and I think that I think the Apple Watch qualifies as that. I think that I would argue, based on what they wanted it to be, I think it was a misstep. Yeah, I I would I would agree. I I think that they did a lot of great things with the watch. Sure. I think that they made it a viable marketplace where others have struggled, but I don't think that they they're as successful as they wanted to be. I think they wanted further penetration. In terms Apple. of volume of numbers and wish, numbers of wrists that it's on. And I think they also were very aggressive in trying to pursue the diabetes game with it of sure. being able to measure blood sugar levels accurately, which they were never able to properly do with this device yeah. and whatnot. Like, I think there was a lot of ambition around it and a lot of leaks, but I think they're going to face the same issues actually with when they go to market with the car. Right. Like this Google car or this Apple car that we keep on hearing about where I just think that more and more that I see Tesla and it's stumbles. I just realized that some of these tech companies just can't do what other companies do in certain industries. Right. Well, Especially when it's like vehicles and the complex things like that. It's harder to. It's taken a hundred years for Ford oh. and all these other companies to do what they do. That's and you know, I refuse to go across the street to my. I refuse to go apart across the street to my neighbor's new Tesla because I don't want to be the guy that sits there and goes, "How come the paint isn't right on these two panels? How come yeah. these don't line up?" And just kill this guy's hundred thousand dollar car. You know what I mean? Like on just fuck, man. But yeah. still, let's take that. No, like let's take that thought and and go into the video games. Remember when Sony and Microsoft went into the video mm. game space? It's like no one wanted to initially trust them, right? It took years for them to get that consumer trust yeah. because everyone trusted the Nintendos, the Segas. Well, not really Sega, but you know what I mean. I was right? gonna say they also bought a lot of companies. Yes, that's exactly it. So now let's move that same thought and. We're talking a hundred years of confidence that people has in the Ford, in you know, and 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 those and those American companies, right? So, I do think that from a consumer level, it is going to take a lot more for them to, quote unquote, trust 
an Apple or a Google or even a Tesla to a certain extent, right? So going back Apple to the, has a oh sorry, go. Going back to the Apple Watch. So again, don't know what the market is in terms of actual numbers, but in terms of market share, they have forty three percent of the market share of uh wearable Wearables. watches. But but what is their real that's, competition? That's exactly right? it, right? We have, Fitbit, like, Fitbit you're and then fragments. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you're going to Fitbit, which half of their wearables are like, it Not doesn't even do, exactly. it doesn't even do half of what it, the exactly. Apple Watch does. You know what? Hey, their competition the is, is, is the previous version of that Apple Watch. Of that Apple Actually, Watch. Yeah. You know what I would argue the competition is cell phones. Yeah. We don't like, the watch does not actually add that much more. Like, that's no, the issue, and you right? know what? If I'm going to wear a watch, I'm going to wear a watch that doesn't need to be charged every day. And doesn't, like, I mean. Right? It's, it's hard enough charging the phone every day. And, and remembering and, to do that. And looks cooler. Yep. Right? Like, I, I, I mean, that was my biggest thing with the Apple Watch, right? Is the iPod, like the first one, and then the, the iPhone looked cool. Yeah. And this looks like, this looks like almost like in a little kids game when you break something and it's just two of the smaller thing. It just looks like they took an iPhone. I was like, yeah, here's half an yeah. iPhone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It looks, it looks, and it, well, to me, I'd, I'd much rather go and spend my money on a Fitbit, but I'm an Android guy. Um, I'd go buy a Fitbit for a reasonably discounted price around whenever they have aggressive sales on compared to playing the Apple game of paying $600 for the device that I basically just got more features on for wow. 130. <laughs> you know not what I mean? Like, all the, maybe the, not how much, how much you have to Sorry. pay for all the apps. Yeah. And exactly. And I just look at it and I go, maybe it's not quite as nice of a screen, but I do get a lot more bands. I do get a lot more third-party accessories via Amazon. Now, like there's so many game changers out there in terms of the marketplace and consumers access to the marketplace but the biggest which i'm sure do exist for apple watch too. the biggest issue with the marketplace and you know a lot of this wearable technology is just being in the environment of a google or an apple because you get half of the features i would i don't i, mean, I don't quote me on that but like you you get a, a no, small we're, percentage we're out of, of our element here you, no but i'm just saying you get a small percent of features if, for example, you have a Google Watch and you're using an iPhone, right? I know oh, people yeah. Who, yeah. Have, who, who have that. Yeah, you you lose out on stuff if you aren't yeah. fully bought and vice versa. System. And exactly, exactly. So that's that. It's a conversation that I'm sure we're going to be having a lot as Apple. Hey, but it, it does relate to the video game thing in the sense that Google and and Apple are kind of like Xbox. And PlayStation or Sony, yeah, they're, they're Microsoft and Sony. They're disruptors in the, in, in in various marketplaces, and it, it's funny, right? Because like we've seen, well, Apple hasn't really stepped into the video game world, but we've seen what Google has tried to do. So, speaking of video games and the marketplace, GameStop has fired their CEO Matt Furlong. The company announced as part of its first quarter 2023 earnings on Wednesday. No immediate replacement. The board chairman, Ryan Cohen, has been appointed executive chairman, the company said in a short release about Furlong's firing. Cohen, 
who founded the e-commerce site Chewy, has invested in a number of meme stocks, including GameStop, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, blah, 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 blah. So more change in the world of GameStop. Bed Bath I mean, & Beyond, right. they're doing super well. Well, you know, there was a there was a time where Bed Bath & Beyond like jumped a ton that a lot of people made big money on, including Ryan Cohen. He's like the patron saint of the super stonk crap. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, that's oh, that's what he is. He's he's like one of their patron saints. If you go check out the Super Stonk or I can't remember though, GameStop subreddit for like for the holders of that is yeah. called now, but they are they are weirdly obsessed. So Fair. here's a question. We've talked about this, and but it's been a very long time since we talked about this. So it's kind of funny because like a lot of analysts think that it was furlongs just hard on with nfts that was like the final writing on the wall um but going <laughs> to i know going to gamestop and their business model at what point and we might already be past that point because if you walk into a gamestop now what they sell you what's available is very very different you know at what point is gamestop going to become a pop culture store as opposed to a video game it exclusive is. store. I know, but I think we're going to be seeing that shift happen more and more and more. I think GameStop's not going to necessarily be the place where you buy physical video games anymore. I disagree on that count. I think 100% you're going to be able to keep doing it, but I think that it'll be... It'll be... You know, what you'll, be you know what you'll be able to buy? Content. You'll be able to buy the coupon for the digital version of the game. No, I don't. I don't think you're right in that one. I think. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a lot like a lot of comic book stores, where comic book stores, a lot of them, like you, you both know, their rent isn't paid by comics. Usually, mm -hmm. their rent's usually paid by magic. Yep. But they can't yeah. get rid of the comics because part of it is is that's that's your, that's your um, that's your lodestone. That's your your touchstone. And I think yeah. that you're right, Boris, that they're already these catch-all pop culture stores. And I don't think they don't, like, the margins on video games aren't great. But they never have been. Um, and I think that part of it is they just know that, you know, a new Legend of Zelda game or a new whatever gets people in the store. And some of them buy other stuff. Yeah, and especially I, I, with how, the how timed releases, times, right? Like how many times, Legends Phil? of Zelda cases and everything that's, like that. That's literally how many times, Phil, do you walk in to GameStop, pick up a video game, and you walk out with like, you know, 10 Funko Pops or whatever? I don't go into the store anymore for that exact reason because I found like all they did was create artificial pressure on things. Whenever a customer wow. started asking about funko pops then it was like everybody were gathering around they go oh that one's really rare and that one oh that one's hard to find and they're feeding you this information you don't know if it's right or not and you're just like oh okay yeah i kind of i was kind of curious about that i'll take this yeah i'm done with that now See, like, i think that's video game. i think that's bad for the, i mean i think that, that you're right and that that is bad for the company though i think that's a bad tactic because it's short term and you alienate people but I also think that, like, look, if I was, I mean, the old CEO's plan was insane. Like, yeah. the fact that he didn't get laughed out of the room, I think, is an indictment of modern finance. 
because he was yeah. like, "You're we're gonna be able to buy and sell digital game like your used digital games. We're gonna create a market for that." And it's like, why? Like, why would Nintendo let you? Why would Steam let you? Yeah, there's just no way to do that. Well, that's the and thing. especially with the with the marketplace being like it is. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I can go on one month and I can go, "Hey, you know what? There's an aggressive sale on the Sony store for Gotham Knights, thirty bucks." Yeah. Okay, I'll well, pick it up, thirty bucks. I go over to Xbox and I go, it's seventy nine dollars there. Ha ha ha, suckers! Right? I'll go. I'm just gonna play it on my PS5. Then the next month, I go to the Xbox store and it's thirty bucks on there. And I go, ah, too late. Got my money over there. Like the, ca- it, the, the, the game being, only has value of the lowest yeah. price. The other side like, being that back catalog. That's part of the value add for your PS Plus yep. or your yep Xbox Live, and you know. The third part being like EA, especially, and some of the other like Nintendo and some of the bigger companies, like as soon as they open that, even if they were somehow all the like they got along more, they kill their own sales. Because like how many of us bought Mass Effect again? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How many times have we each bought Mass Effect? Yeah. Like or another game that's like like, right? Because like I first had it for the Xbox 360. And I don't have an Xbox 360 anymore, but I still want to play Mass Effect. When Mass Effect 3 came out, I rebought it for PS because that's what I was playing at the time, and they just got released at once, right? Exactly, right? And if you can all of a sudden buy and sell digital games. I even bought the Legendary Edition with the patch. Exactly, (laughs) right? shocked that the video game companies, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, don't somehow... Try to get rid of a GameStop and those type of uh, those type. Oh, of they've stores. been working on it. Like, it, yeah. if you want to have fun, just read Mark Rain's rants on it. As CEO of Epic Mega Games, like, <laughs> I I also would argue part of it is is they want to keep around a GameStop. To they want to keep GameStop around not because they like GameStop, but because they need to be there to be someone who prevents the only company they're mar- they're they're negotiating with being Walmart. Yeah, Walmart and, and Amazon. No, no, but and like but yeah, Walmart and Amazon. You keep a GameStop. And yeah. I just thought of this. You get rid of the mom and pa shops cuz even Microplay. I considered Microplay yeah. a mom and pa shop and as soon as GameStop came around, they were done. Hey, I, I still got one in town. Yeah, you're saying, lucky. I think there's six left and they're not all owned by the same people yeah. anymore, which nope. is weird. No, like uh, our GameStop guy and yeah, our GameStop is a beacon of retro gaming. It oh, yeah. is a retro gaming mecca. It yep. carries all the other stuff. You can go in and get all the pop culture crap and everything, and all the yep. games, tabletop games, mm-hmm. everything, Cards Against Humanity, all the mm-hmm. stuff you can get there. And I do, I will go into their store oh, yeah. because if I just want to do a clean transaction for the game. They are all about it. No bullshit. Like, okay, yeah. here's your game. Get the hell out. Like, go have fun. Come I back. Mean, let us know. Bring it back. Because they're buying it back. Like, here's the thing, right? I recently sold my Xbox Series S to a friend. And he said to me, well, how much do you want for it? I go, well, how about 150 bucks? And he goes, oh, that's pretty good. And I'm like, well, that's how much I'd want to get at EB if I was getting, which is GameStop on a good trade into something. Yeah. But I know that when I looked at the receipt, I'd probably only get 50 bucks for that console in reality if I just went cash. 
And I'm like, their business model was just inflate, inflate, inflate. Like keep you there. Buy the back to use game for two dollars, resell it for twenty. And that's what they had to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I would argue what I think they should do is they should go the Forbidden Planet route, right? You know, like Forbidden Planet is a sizable company and their touchstone is comics. But like if you're EB Games, you have this pre-existing logistics chain. You already have people going like, why are you not stocking comics? Why are you not stocking manga? Yeah. They did get into Lego for a little bit. Yeah. And- into action figures because I was getting a lot of um, Hasbro Black Series yeah. action figures there. Well, they still have a bunch of them, but I, yeah, think part I, I don't. Of it do is, I think my big part of it is is they are like because they're the carrying how much the debt the company as a whole is carrying, and how much they're getting a lot of um, investor attention and a lot of uh, both meme investor attention and a lot of like um, market makers. Are, are paying attention. I, I think that a big part of it is also like the stock market would, would eviscerate them for just being like, you know, we're going to revamp this because we're going to, we're going to stock some graphic novels. We're going to stock some stuff like that. Maybe get into like, we'll start to do comics and they get eviscerated because the stock market's going to be like, that sounds dumb. I, but yeah, I think the other side would be like, Think about how many of them are near Cineplex. How many of them are near, like, are in Middle America or Middle Canada, near the mall at the edge of town, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the only place people can go in a lot of those places. Yeah. What's What's interesting to me is the fact that EB, Electronic Boutique, GameStop, whatever you want to call them, they haven't doubled down on tabletop games. Yeah. I... I, and I think, I, honestly, I think the issue is, I think that's actually the converse of what I was talking about there is the issue is, is da- tabletop games take a ton, so uh, much space yeah, and all space. of their stores are just that, that yeah. one size and they don't yeah. have the, and they're they packed to the rafters. Yeah. Cause they, they got plushies and do not well. have the room Yeah, because the other side is board game. People are amongst the most like. What's the word I'm looking for? The most mercurial people of like, mm. they come in for Catan and you don't have Catan. They're not coming there for the expansion. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And as well, there's a lot of stuff. Like I remember going into certain game stores and getting interested in the Star Wars fleet game oh, yeah. and just seeing yeah. the, uh, just the amount of models that were being generated for it. And I was just like, I'm going to, my Audi's an innie now. I'm going to go run. Like, well, <laughs> just, but that's from the store's point of view of how much dead stock you can end up if you back the wrong. Oh, yeah. And then it's just like the Funko Pops, two ninety nine. Well, I, I mean, when I was working at the Dragon, I was going through back catalog stuff. And we had like Warhammer minis from the 1990s. Wow. Just because like. With the lead. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you go into any old comic book shop. My God, the gold that you can probably find that's worth nothing, but it's there in backstock. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, man. You know what we need to talk about at one point? Uh, meme stocks. It's been a while since we've done a good stock show. I was thinking I... lead poisoning. <laughs> I've I've heard Dan Olson might be releasing a, a, a like a like a two out two three hour YouTube video in the next couple of weeks on it, so we might be in trouble. 
<laughs> well, he might beat us to it. And it might be like, oh, just go watch what he said because he did a three hour documentary. And that's the show. Da, 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 and it's hey. free on YouTube, I guess. <laughs> go to see Dan Olson. We can put oh. it in the can. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's talk about the Xbox showcase because we love to make fun of, not make fun, but. Sony has been ahead of the game, it seems, right, with with the showcases and Nintendo as well. Uh, and you knew that it was going to come, but it happened this past weekend. And, oh, my God, was a lot announced. Phil, when you sent that list, like, I knew of a lot of those games, but it didn't actually click just how many well, games are going to be released that, in the next little bit. Well, and that, just list, October. that list is the end of the year, and it's for everybody. Like no, it's but still. for Sony, it's for Xbox. Yeah. And it, yeah look at what lot. was just released. We had Street Fighter VI, uh, you know, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Topica. We had Star Wars. We had Diablo IV. Like, the amount of fucking games that have been released. Oh, like, Final Fantasy uh, XVI coming. Yep. Later that's this what, month. That's this F1. week. That's this week. Yeah, Horizon DLC. So, let's talk about oh. what was the major announcements from the xbox showcase uh, and i think the big one at least for me was fable Fame. yeah oh i was right i was being i was doing a joke it was fable it's fable. i was doing a joke i didn't expect that why i don't know that was gonna be starfield or something i i have zero connection with starfield well it's being telegraphed like i don't know it why look cool they needed it it looks fun but yeah. I don't know why they needed to drop a trailer for it when they were doing an hour-long showcase for it afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Why are we talking about Starfield already? What's funny <laughs> is so I knew this was going on, right? But I was so busy on Sunday. Sundays is the radio show day. So I only see social media, right? Like, and very little of social media. So when I saw a random picture, I didn't know what it was. But I'm like, that looks like the IT crowd's uh, Richard Ayud. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, it is. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Fable. Oh, shit, it's a game. Oh, shit, the trailer's out. Like, all these all these different um, emotions and, 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 like, light bulbs came off. I, I will say this, all right, that the PlayStation Showcase... I got excited for it. I texted Boris with some excitement after it. And then the world saw it. The world game came in with judgment and went, too many games that are cross-platform, not exclusive to Sony, and too many trailers that just showed trailer stuff and no actual gameplay. I kind of walked away from Xbox's one. The same thing. I'm sorry, but the Fable thing was a trailer. It had no gameplay. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have no idea other than, okay, Fable's back. Other than, okay, my car company is making Fable, and they made a really good trailer, which I'm still not convinced because Playground Games does not is not known for making. This type of for game sure. could be awesome, or it could be a train wreck. I still have no clue. The only thing I will give is I will I would argue... A trailer is more appropriate for a game like Fable than some other games. Fair. Solely because so much of Fable is that tone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they got it. They they did get the tone right. But the biggest takeaway that I had for the showcase overall was that a lot of the cool stuff was cross-platform anyway. Yeah. 
like it's going to be on both consoles and the exclusive stuff is still pinned with dates that don't have dates you know what i mean like it's coming 2024 almost question mark you know what i mean like they're they're it's just like they kept on telegraphing that forza motorsport 7 or whatever they're calling it right the next motorsport game was going to be out summer or spring this year then they moved it to summer now it's october 10th like this thing's been moved four times and you know it's microsoft they moved halo infinite a billion times they moved starfield already a billion times like nothing's for sure right like i'm just like comes out nothing's for sure it's just eh, it's, it's hard to get excited about these events other than there's lots of base and lots of people talking that are making promises that they will not stand beside when the crap hits the fans with the gamer crowd on social media when I they come argue, forward. Yeah. I'd argue we did get one promise that I can almost guarantee will be fulfilled. A CD Projekt Red, probably. <laughs> no. no. No, 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 no. I can promise Don't that. Don't even talk Ubisoft about that because I have a joke about that. Go ahead. It's, I'm doing a joke. <laughs> I'm doing a joke about it. I Look, I can guarantee Ubisoft is going to deliver us a Star Wars game that is just Assassin's Creed. It's just Assassin's Creed with oh, Star Wars. I just look, watched. Star Wars I watched the gameplay. Tra- I watched the gameplay trailer today that they they they. Yeah. And it, it, you're right. <laughs> I'm just like this might be the first Star Wars game I don't want to play because it's mean, a stealth I, game. But it's a, but it's a space, guys. It's I mean, Star I was Wars. I was about to say. I mean, I'll probably get it when it gets marked <laughs> down a bit because I don't mind the Assassin's Creed games. Like, there's a yeah. loop there that I'm fine with if it's not. If it's not Valhalla size, because the problem with Valhalla was just like, oh, I have to do a minimum of 40 hours to understand what's going on. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm too old. No, with, with this Outlaws game, I, I, I'm I not upset that it's a female protagonist. I'm not upset about all this other crap that the internet seems to be rebelling against. I'm just like, I just, I, I just don't know that they're going to be able to land a game sure. that isn't monetize the crap that huh. doesn't somehow try to tie in some kind of whatever they, the, the, the digital crap mm-hmm. the, the, the stupid token stuff and everything where they're like oh yeah unique to you you can auction it off now well just stop Ubisoft being Ubisoft like you're ruining video games I'm really happy that you got your hands on Star Wars I'm really happy that you're trying something but it just you know, it went from a trailer that maybe had potential to a gameplay trailer that looked to me like, yeah, this isn't going to be for me. Are they trying something, though? They're just doing Assassin's Creed again. They only make two games now, I think. It's Assassin's Creed in space. Yeah. <laughs> to, they, yeah, to add on to Assassin's Creed, but guns. And, yeah, and, like, and laser swords somewhere. <laughs> right like no they do three games because they do the anno series oh yes which it's like me and four of the people play <laughs> oh. i'm like yes i will optimize trade routes <laughs> doing my trade routes oh my goodness we're so go. old man what is the definition of insanity or one of the definitions one of the one of the you know where I'm going. Doing the same thing over and over again, trying to and expecting a different outcome. 
Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty gets a trailer and a release date. I mean, let's talk about the other part they talked about, which is the patch. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone who's played it has said, like, they just remade the game. They just redid everything. They redid skills entirely. They've redone a bunch of how, like, models are made. They redid multiple people's like entire rigging. I, I, that is, even if you didn't like it, like that's a classy move to have that as part of the free update with the DLC. Well, I feel like yeah. they had to, right? Like they kind of had to do something major as a mea culpa. I, I mean, if you look at the sales numbers and you look at general audience attitude, most people already think they did. Like yeah, more more people, especially with fans of the game, are more pissed. This is the only DLC. Yeah, yeah. the like it, the number of people who are super excited, who are like gung ho about Isabella, who are gung ho about some of like the quest design stuff they've done. I, I you know, if you look at the sales numbers, I don't understand why anyone would be upset. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to jumping back in, like jumping into that game and mm-hmm. giving it the good, you know, the good run from the first get go. I oh, got the issue is certain. It's it's a meme. Mm-hmm. It became a meme. It became a joke, and people yeah. just remember it as that. They don't take a step back and actually see what the company has done, what the company is selling, how good the game actually is. It became a meme, and everyone made fun of it in mid to late 2020 when it came out. And I agree with you, Phil. I'm actually, Alex, you're listening. Give me the fucking game back. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if you're, I think, I, I think you're wrong on this one. Because then, because the other side is then Edge Runners came out and taught an entire generation how to feel again. <laughs> right? Like, oh. do you remember, like, how many memes of people were like, wait, I can kill Adam Smasher in Cyberpunk 2077? I will buy the game for that alone. Like, yeah, there were so many memes about that. Like, they hit, they hit the highest gameplay numbers ever, and the highest completion yep. rate ever was after Edge Runners. Yep, yep. and they, the Edge Runners update, which was very brilliant. Yep. And like you've said, they've done a ton of work. Like, I still would argue, what the completion percentage is on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. As I keep talking so that Tyler can quickly type. I know my friend Mike, he's finished it like five or six times. I know someone who finished it three times. I finished it once. That's like 50% of the people who bought it right there and actually kept it. I have it on both systems. Don't you have, didn't you have it for Steve? 31.4%. That's which is one of the crazy. highest of any game. That's there good. you go. That's like so that. high. Witcher. Witcher 3 had 25 and change percent completion. There <laughs> You see? There you go. Point proven, Tyler. Your point is proven 100% right there. Just like, on that fact alone. Yeah. Yeah. For, for Xbox alone, 26% of the people have completed the main storyline. There you go. Yep. And for comparison, again, this is across all Xbox. Witcher 3 is at 15%. I have it for Xbox and PlayStation, so I don't I know which one's going to win out. 
Um, Avowed, Obsidian's fantasy RPG, Avowed, coming out next year, uh, coming to Game Great Pass, life. Xbox Series X, S, in sometime 2024. Sure. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Maybe. Why the not? One, the one terabyte Xbox Series S is coming out September 1st. A little late, but better late than never. I Is it? I mean, one terabyte still seems pretty small for like this late in the game. <laughs> yeah, but it's better What's than PlayStation the 5? 512 it comes with. 884 PlayStation 5. Yeah, after all the shit, right? 5 is a terabyte. Yeah. But I think you can add another one or two with a little bit of work. Which is not oh. great. Like, you know, I, I know I'm not comparing apples to apples there. I was just like, I think it's a terabyte. Hey, they're both expandable. You can expand yeah. the PS5 with a more over-the-counter price appropriate, but apparently Western Digital are bringing out cards for the um, Xboxes. Yep. So well, I there think... are options. They're We're talking fun, about Starfield but... already. Uh, South of Midnight was revealed. This looks interesting, okay. actually. Yeah. From Compulsion Good. Games, South of Midnight. Blah, 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 blah. Ubisoft Star Wars. <laughs> no, Ubisoft Assassin Wars. Star Assassin. <laughs> Star, Star Assassin. Creed. Wars. Star Assassin Wars. Creed. Forza there, Motorsport. There's another one that looked like, uh, yeah, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. October. Didn't Clockwork show any real Revolution. Clockwork Revolution, a new game from Ainsile. Coming out. I yeah. love this. this is my favorite quote. And I'm using air quotes for those of you listening to the podcast version. If you are listening to the podcast version, you should catch it on YouTube. And we're live each and every single Monday. And that's in due time. In due time, yes. Not even going to try to put a date on it. Of course not. And I don't blame them for doing that. But it's hard to walk away from these events going, oh, man, got the money burning a hole in my pocket. No, the games that 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 list of the end of this year are games that were telegraphed to us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like it, it's just, it's just a big Christmas dump, right? Of of, of hype, and we're gonna get the pockets of th this industry is getting so cyclical. It's it's nauseating. But a game I'm actually looking forward to is Payday. Payday Three. I like those games. Yeah, just they made it look like games. an action game instead of a instead of a more toned down heist game it would be interesting to see actual gameplay i Pers really liked the payday 2 but i then like i felt done i feel like i'm done with that kind of game <laughs> yeah i, I felt done with that game just with all the heists in a gta 5 see that's fair online. because Oof. because i didn't have an online crew for gta 5 and i did for payday oh i did so for gta 5 and yeah life imitating art Fallout 76 Atlantic City expansion is coming soon. Uh, Capcom's okay. Path of the Goddess. It's always weird to me. I always forget that Capcom actually makes other games that's not Street Fighter and Resident Evil. Well, they also have to make that. They have to do other games built the character list for like that Capcom V S N K. Is is this the one with the guy naked on the beach? Yes. Okay. They completely ripped off Devil May Cry's opening when they relaunched Devil May Cry a while ago. I was and they say, had the guy it's, naked. It's, it's Captain Ripoff yeah. or an homage. 
Yeah, I know, right? And it's just like the crab walking, and I'm just like, yeah, they did the same thing in Devil May Cry, and I'm like, you already made that joke, guys, and you just made a trailer about that joke. Like, wow. Yeah. Still wakes, exploring an abandoned oil rig. That kind of sounds like uh, that game that just got remade, Deep Space. What was that mm. called? Oh but yeah, Deep Space. Yeah. Dead Space. Dead Space. Dead Space. But in an yeah. oil rig. Dead space oil rig. There's so much. Dead, dead rig deep, space oil. Deep dead <laughs> space oil rig. Ooh, deep dead sounds like a very different thing. That deep sounds dead, like dead. something you don't want your mor- your mort- mortician doing. <laughs> I <laughs> remember what the word was eventually. Hey, oh no. Um, out of everything, what game are you looking forward to the most by the end of the year, Phil? Out of that showcase? Out of everything that we know. All any system, not necessarily the Xbox showcase. Okay. Well, we've been talking about this list, so I better actually just let our listeners know. Oh my god, um, this list. Yeah. So this list that I found from somebody on Twitter. Um first one coming out in, in September. I'm not gonna say all the dates, but Starfield. Then Fay Farm, um, then Mortal Kombat One, uh, Lives. Uh, what is it? Lives of, of of P, Payday Three, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. That's all. Forza September. Motorsport. Now we're in October. Yeah, and then we're in October. Assassin's Creed Mirage, Lords of the Fallen, Alan Wake Two, and Spider Man Two. Oh, out of that list, I think I'm probably most excited. It's going to be a toss up between. For me personally, because I play a lot of Forza, I'm curious to try motorsport um, instead of doing Horizon. But I think my money's going to be on Spider-Man 2, followed by uh, uh, honorable mention to uh, Cyberpunk. We'll get definitely be getting my money for 30 bucks, And uh, Starfield will be a day one game pass experiment at the very least i'm hoping it's good but i i'm just i'm gonna be there for the popcorn <laughs> <laughs> tyler how about you i mean i'm basically with phil spider-man 2 like the spider-man and miles Morales are both fantastic games they're super fun they were a ball to play this looks like they're gonna be doing some fun things i'm a little bit worried about where they're gonna go with with this version of peter parker and venom just because some yep, of the voice yeah. acting of him is venom i was like Oh, that's bad already. And they are, they kind of teased that your Venom will have different powers, but if he then becomes a bad guy, like, it's yeah. so weird when you just lose abilities throughout the course of the game. And in that, like, you could level things up. So, like, do you just not, like, the the dissonance of, like, well, I don't want to level up my Venom abilities because I know I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it's one of those cases where you kind of, they do something where you just get all the experience points or attribute points back and you can reshuffle your your whatever when you yeah, maybe. wear the other suit. Yeah, maybe. Um or maybe I mean it, I think it'd be really clever and fun if they do like a like a like a quickened version of like the Venom story arc or like a like a truncated mm. one and have him go you know hero to villain to anti-hero via mm-hmm. Eddie Brock. And not have him be like, don't you know, it's gonna be good by the end. Like, I'm not saying have him be a good, yeah, guy, it can be pulpy. Like, 
I mean, even like they they out al- they ally against a greater threat. You know, you could even just do like what they did from the first Venom movie. If he's like, well, I don't like that one more, because then you'd yeah. have three Spidermans, wow. and then you'd be able to keep like that'd be fun too. Um, I'm really hopeful for Starfield. Like, I want it to be good, but I've also stopped and I've stopped myself from pre-ordering it twice now. <laughs> but like, because I, I want it to be good, and I am not convinced it is, but I want yeah. it to be good. Yeah, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be No Man's Sky. Like honestly, from the gameplay trailer, it looks like a a little bit better of a collective No Man's Sky on launch. Like No I, Man's Sky was pretty bad on launch, but they made it into a good game. But this is looking like they're trying to make it into the No Man's Sky clone, but even more ambitious. So and if like, and if they do that, I'll be really pissed and disappointed. I got a little bit more of kind of what the promise of Andromeda was supposed to be which might be why I'm hopeful right because yeah. unlike No Man's Sky they suggested there are a lot of like actual NPCs with actual mm-hmm. personalities yeah, instead of a bajillion procedurally generated well, right like I, I'm oh, that's what I mean like an improved stuff. yeah that's what I mean though an improved No Man's <laughs> Sky right like no, but I'm saying I want there to be actual plot. Like I yeah. hope it is yeah. more Andromeda. Yeah. With a sure. little bit of No Man's Sky. Like it'd be, I'd be fine with like, oh, there's a bunch of these planets out there, like the thousands of planets. Like a bunch of them are just like these are procedurally generated. It's where you go to mine or to like, these are PVE combat zones that are procedurally generated in your new procedure. Like that'd be fine if there's also like a good story in there, which is what they've kind of been alluding to and it is bethesda yeah, yeah exactly be nice i love that i'm looking forward to spider-man <laughs> i think we can all agree that spider-man 2 is the game that the three of us are looking forward to the most and yeah this is a game that's just near and dear to my heart i had so much fun playing this in a certain point of my life where i just really enjoyed this game a lot and that's alan wake 2 yeah that's a good underdog for me well I, it's not my game but I've heard lots of let's tap about. let's tap into the conspiracy part of YouTube and stuff though. You let's let the YouTube conspiracy stuff. Do you think it will it will continue to build on the rumor that it and control to the same universe? Because mm. <sighs> one of the control DLCs is very Alan Wake heavy. Yeah. I can see I can see that honestly, maybe they're just going to lean into it at this point. Well, that's what I'm wondering, right? Right. Make it would make sense for them to lean into it in my opinion. You know, give these I'm online detectives, these gamer detectives some 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 credibility and they'll be happy and they'll continue to buy the series. The series is is So, yeah. so much video games. So much video games. But you know what you have to do, Phil. Yeah, I'm getting close to old man pee time. <laughs> Anyhow, I know what this time it is. It's that time to tell you where you can track us down on the web at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at It's Canon Podcast. You can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com. You can basically find us anywhere where you find podcasts. You can even find us here on YouTube at It's Canon Podcast. And as well, we're on patreon.com slash SNME radio 
if you want to check out some wrestling stuff with some good people that we are affiliated with. If you like the show, please jump on the YouTubes, jump on your socials, leave a comment, let us know that you've enjoyed it, ask a question, tell your friends, and thank you so much for spending your time with us here today and whatever in the multiverse you are listening or watching us on the It's Canon Podcast. Thank you so much for that, Phil. You have thanks everyone for listening to the It's Canon Podcast, the show where we talk about all things geek, as we talk about all things comic books, video games, TV, movies, etc., etc. And the best part of it all is that it's all in canon. He's Phil. I'm Tyler. He's he's I'm I should be Tyler. (laughs) He's Phil. He's Tyler. You know what the problem is? I'm so used to just saying he and then I'm because Tyler hasn't been around mm-hmm. as much. So he's yep. Phil. I'm Boris. He's Tyler. Nope, <laughs> not not right now. I am Try Spartacus. To... Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hate you too, both of you sometimes. <laughs> no, I am Spartacus.